You're listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-week on American History podcast. Each week, I read a story from American history to my friend... Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. What? I mean, so what was that? What? Did you think that was normal? What? Your eyes look like you're stoned. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> Me either! <laughs> Do you want to look at a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Gara. Is Dave okay? Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Missing done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Uh, we want to thank our subscribers on Patreon. This podcast is brought to you by our subscribers on Patreon. We thank each and every one of you. Uh, very, very, very nice of you. November 1837. November 1837. Okay. Interesting. A whisper. Newton Knight was born near Leaf River in Jones County, Mississippi. Newton Knight? Newton Knight. Okay. This, is re- this story made me realize that Newt Ging- Gingrich... It's probably not named Newt. He's probably named Newton, and it is short for Newton. I did not know that until now. Newton. I always thought that he was just named after a stupid semi-salamander type creature. Right. <sighs> Newton was the son of Albert. It's always a good call to name your baby after a lizard. Newt. Always good. We want him to be a slimy politician. Oh, slime. I yep. going to name him Newt. He was the son of Albert King, uh, Albert Knight, a, a uh, illiterate shoemaker, tanner, and quote barely self-sufficient farmer. He grew corn and so, raised hogs. So a jack of no trades, <laughs> barely doing anything. Yeah. Uh, Newton's mother taught her children to read and write, and served as a doctor helping the sick in the area. Newton's grandfather was Jackie Knight, one of the richest slaveholders in the county. But Albert was the only child who was not given a slave by his dad. Ugh, so. Could you imagine living in a time like now people would be like, look, I don't think you are capable of handling the money that I uh, would like to give you. So I'm going to put it in a trust. But back then they were like, you can't handle a slave. Yeah. yeah it was like an iPad. <laughs> and we're, we're not going to give him a slave until he's in his teens. He can't handle one. I, it just distracts them. What's from, he going to do with it? Yeah. Play, play ball? I mean, and then I mean, also like if you're a sla- like as a slave when your your life is so terrible already. To now have like a Richie Rich be like, go pick that towel up. <laughs> Put it over there. Slave. Slave. Yeah, it's pretty. You're just like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <sighs> uh, Grandpa Jackie also liked to drink. Okay. In 1833, a church elders confronted Jackie about his drinking. But after he expressed, quote, a high degree of abhorrence for the scandal he had brought upon the religion by his conduct, the congregation voted to keep him in. But it ran in the family. In September 1835, Newton's dad, Albert, was cited by the church for undisclosed scandalous behavior. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Undisclosed scandalous yeah. behavior. That could be a TV show. Albert apologized, and the church voted to keep him in, too. And in October 1835, again, Jackie and another son were accused of charges of misconduct. Finally, Newton's dad, Albert, was excluded from the church for, quote, repeated intoxication. <laughs> And it wasn't just Albert. Soon, eight other Knight family members were kicked out of the local church for gambling, 
habitual absences, hosting a dance party, and women for fornication. Wow. After the dance party. I know. What are you going to do after a dance party? Send anyone. Everyone leaves home. uh, Goes home hot and bothered. Mm -hmm. Get some dick. You got to go to the bedroom, do the no pants dance. Thank you. Yep. Jones County was doing well. Uh, from a 1941 newspaper. Quote, Jones County is literally a land of milk and honey where inhabitants obtained lands at cheap government prices, live in comfortable cabins, diet on liberal supplies of beef, fowl, eggs, cheese, and butter. The selling of cattle, chickens, and surplus food in Mobile provides such a life of comfort and abundance for these families that they have little need for courthouses. They have no jail except a hog pen with a lock to... It's door and no roof on it. Happy people. So that sounds great. Right? Yeah. So they're fucking living it. I'm sick of the liberal butter, too. That's the end of the story. It's a oh, great that's story. great. Thank you. Oh. All right. Uh, oh, um, wait, 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 well, I just found another paragraph. Oh, there's more? In 1860, slaves were 12% of the total county population, which is the lowest in the state of Mississippi. Okay. Neighboring counties had slave populations of 35%. And 77% of the slaveholders in Jones County owned four or fewer slaves. Okay. So it's not a huge, compared I, to other... I, I know, but it is just amazing to be like, see, their slave numbers weren't that bad. <laughs> no, they didn't have what They weren't awful. They weren't getting too crazy with slavery. Uh, a now-grown Newtonite was described as a, quote, simple dirt farmer by a friend. A simple dirt farmer. Man, no one grows dirt like Newton. Yeah, you know what I mean, he been growing dirt ever since the dirt been around. And you got to try his dirt. Oh man, the first time I sunk my mouth in it, some of Noon's dirt, I was like, I ain't eating no one else's dirt ever again. He said that I was there. Yep, he was there. I said it. Yeah, and I was there because he said it. I hate eating berries. I like sinking my face into dirt. All right, you said a lot now. Time to. I ain't got no slaves. I know. No. What are you looking at me like that for? You got dirt coming out of no your mouth. Berry eating slaves. You got mud oh, mouth, man. Marty. You got mud mouth. All right, I do because I like to eat. Oh, yeah, I know you like to eat dirt. Hey, dirt. hey, where'd that feller go that we was talking to? Seems like he walked away. Dirt moron. All right. Uh, and uh, Newton used the slavery equation to explain his community standing, or a friend used the slavery equation to explain. Newton's community standing. Oh, Quote, God. Why, if a girl's parents own Negroes, he, she didn't recognize Newton Knight any more than she would a Negro. When a young woman announced her plans to marry, we folks would always ask of the fiancé's family, did they have any Negroes? And if they didn't, they weren't no account. So if somebody didn't have slaves, you couldn't... They were. You were like slave-owning families would marry slave-owning families. Oh, so because of the prestige, and non-slave-owning families would have to marry non-slave-owning families because uh, of the lack of uh, awesomeness. Uh, it's reverse world. Yes, it is. It is upside down land. So Newt got married to Serena Turner, whose parents did not own slaves. Unlike his father and the rest of the family, Newt never drank or swore. Was a Baptist and took good care of his children. Okay. Being the people they were, Newt and his people didn't look at slaves the same way as slave owners. One day a slave was beaten by his owner for having whiskey and selling it to other slaves, which is, you know, 
Well, yeah, yeah. How dare, how well, dare you drink to escape this reality? <laughs> I mean, my God. Yeah. You, you're not allowed to drink. I mean, uh, excuse me. Have a little profession. What are you, having fun? Have a little professionalism, lo- man whose life I've completely taken away. So a Mr. Duckworth, who is a relative of Newt's wife, found the slave lying on the side of the road in bad condition. He took him home, applied grease to his wounded back, and then brought him back to his owner, hoping to fix the problem between the two. Well, he's a sweetie pie. The owner then delivered a fatal blow to the slave and looked at Duckworth and said, Let that be an example to you. Oh, Jesus. Interloper. Trying to save a man's life. You feel so bad for that dude, too, because he was probably like, I don't think you'll be able to explain it to him. He's pretty much a dick. Once once I get there, you'll see. You'll see. The power of words, my friend. The power of words. Let's not go back there. Let's not go back there. No, 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 no. Let me me grease you You up. You know what they call me? Talkie Duckworth, you know why? Because so, I can talk people into anything. I, I, would you like, would you, I have some dirt. Would you like some dirt? I no. Uh, mm. I am the slave owner mm. whisperer. This is good dirt. We are going to have a great talk. I'm going to sit down with him. I'm going to offer him a pile of dirt. We're going to share gonna a cup of out. dirt. In 1861, Mississippi was voting on whether to secede from the Union. They took a vote in Jones County. There were around 400 people living in the county. Okay, all but seven voted to stay in the Union. Okay. So they're all like, we want to stay in the union. We don't want to go with the slave yeah. state, blah, blah, blah. But they sent a Jones County de- delegate, and he went to the state convention and voted to secede. What the fuck? <laughs> sir? Sir? The plan? I-, I feel like you might not understand democracy. Huh? Also, what about not sending the one guy well, of Dave, the seven Dave. who was actually what you don't understand is that he's what we now call a super delegate. Okay, fair. So the that's will a, of the that, people matters pretty, less. That's a pretty good description of a super delegate. Yeah. Quote He didn't come back to Jones County for a while. It would have been kind of unhealthy for him, I reckon. Well, he'd voted against secession, but the state voted for it. Next thing we knew, they were drafting us. The rebels passed a law conscripting everybody between 18 and 35. They just came around with a squad of soldiers and took us. That's crazy. Right. They're, li- they're like, can you imagine just taking a man from his natural environment <laughs> and forcing him to do an existence that he neither wants nor can stand? <laughs> what sort of a world are we living in? My word. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. As slaves rolled their eyes out of their heads. Just like, oh my God. Uh, hypocrisy, anybody? Where'd you Don't learn a word? Where'd you learn a word Eat so your fucking big? Dirt. Eat your dirt. Best not be selling whiskey. Newt didn't want to fight. He told the Confederates he'd helped he'd help wounded soldiers, but that was it. He voluntarily enlisted enlisted for service in July of 1861 in order to avoid being put in a company he didn't want to be in. His company was mostly made up of locals from Jones County. His father died while he was serving. Also, while he was gone, the family was now being run by his sister's husband, Bill Morgan. Morgan was an outlaw. He often beat the children. And Newt learned that Confederate cavalrymen... Is that like a fun game, or he would just beat Beat them? the children? Yeah. It's like Hungry Hungry Hippos. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> Newt learned that Confederate cavalrymen had taken their only horse, and that Morgan had cooperated. And that became the breaking point for Newt. 
Oh, nice. We're about wanna, to see a bad newt. I just want to point out that he was beating the children. Yeah. But when he let the horse be taken by soldiers with guns, that was the end. Everyone's got their line. Quote, the rebels passed the 20 Negro law up there at Richmond, Virginia, the capital. That law said that any white man owning 20 slaves or more didn't need to fight. What? Yeah. So let's just, let's just take a break here to sum up how fucked up the South is. So they're, they've, they've, they've seceded. Against the will of the people. Mostly based on slavery. If you actually, I know people would like to rewrite history and say that's not what happened. But if you go and read the actual states, secession, quite a few of them said slavery. So they secede based on slavery. And they start a war because of this. Pro-slavery war. war is going to start when you secede. That's how it works. Yeah. And then they just want the poor people to fight for the rich slave-owning people. Right. While the rich slave-owning people... Don't fight at all. Right. Okay. It's cool. At least they got that down. <laughs> Bless me. <clears throat> Quote, he could go home and raise crops. A friend of mine threw down his gun and started home. This law, he says to me, makes it a rich man's war and a poor man's fight. I'm through. Well, I felt the same way, so I started back home. I felt if they had a right to draft me when I didn't want to fight... The union, I had a right to quit when I got ready. Ah, inequality. It's true. Thank God inequality's gone. Oh, so good to have that wrapped up. So now Newt was AWOL. But he's back home and he doesn't trust Bill Morgan, who he thought might turn him in at any time. Yeah. So Newt shot Bill through the head while he was rocking a child on the Knight family's front porch. Could have picked a better time. I mean... (laughs) Well, his hands are full. Yeah. Seems like you're not really caring about the baby that much. Well, his hands are full of baby. He can't reach for his gun if his hands are full of baby. That's like a classic <laughs> saying. Shoot a guy whose hands are full of baby. That is, no gun he really did baby. pick the best time, though. I mean, when he's not beating him, he's actually being a sweet father for a second. And then he's oh, like, look at this little... Um, everyone in the family swore they did not see who did it. Interesting. It we was, think the baby might have done the it. The baby might have shot him in he the head. He was holding the baby, and when we came out, he didn't have brain. <laughs> New was one of the early desertions of the Jones County men from the Confederate Army. But more would follow. Some because of the slavery rule. Others because they were not well looked after. Uh, they had no tents, and there were many other shortages. So they would often leave in the winter. Okay. You, have, you should have a tent if you're fighting. Yeah. Instead of just laying out in the snow. For sure. I feel like that's just like a basic... 101. Uh, there were uh, 50 or 60 deserters, and they stayed out in the woods in Jones County to avoid rebels looking for them. I thought those were just the people who ate ice cream during the war. The ice cream eaters? Yeah, the deserters, yeah. I'll stop. I'm being adorable. We're just going to go ahead and shut down. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, 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 I'm sorry. Major General Dabney H. Maury recommended the arrest of the deserters. In early 1863, Jones County Marshal John Powell received orders to take charge of the deserters. Powell was the same guy who was the delegate who had cast a pro-secession vote. Oh, God, so he's going to be like, all right. 
<laughs> well, I fucked you, but I'm going to double fuck you now. Yeah, you thought. The boys all right with that? Yeah, you guys hated the war, huh? All right. All the men were caught and forced to return to their companies. Newt wasn't treated well. Quote, rebels got a hold of him and they tied him and drove him to prison. They treated Newt cruelly for some length of time. So determined were the soldiers to make him fight or kill him that they destroyed all his property, horses and mules, and his household, and left his family destitute. Oh, my God. Now, obviously, that doesn't make a guy want to fight for you. Yeah. Is that weird that that... No, that's not... No, no, I feel like you wouldn't want to. Newt deserted his unit again in May. Okay. The number of deserted increased after the terrible Battle of Vicksburg. Their soldiers were eating rats, dried corn, and boiling leather to make soup. I really, that list just deteriorates. The war is hard. We're going to eat Ted's coat. I feel like the dried corn is fine. The dried corn is fine. Rats. Rats and eating. Better when you hear that you're eating jackets. Martha, the war is not great. Today I'm eating rats in my shoes. I, I beg your pardon, the shoes is being made into soup. We're just having some shoe stew. You know, some shoe. Spelled S-H-E-U-E-W, I mean. A letter written from, quote, many soldiers to their general. Quote, Dear fuckface. Hey, shit fuck. <laughs> we weren't being literal about being dirt eaters. You fucking mother shit ass. Now we need coats and a meal. Sign a guy eating his shoe in a bowl. Quote, if you can't feed us, you had better surrender us. Horrible as the idea is, then suffer this noble army to disgrace themselves by desertion. I tell you plainly, men are not going to lie here and perish. It's so true, though, yeah. It's a reasonable thing to not want to just lie there and die. That's not okay. Please let the other guys catch us, signed everybody. Please. In June, it was said there were 75 to 100 deserters now in the swamps of Jones County. Okay. Then Major Amos McLemore was sent to Jones County to bring the deserters back to the Confederate Army. On October 5th, 1863, as Major McLemore uh, sat with other Confederate officers in the home of Representative Amos Deason discussing how to capture the deserters, he was shot to death. Oh, boy. No one was ever charged, but everyone... I bet it was the baby again. Everyone knew that Newt had killed him by sneaking up and shooting him through a window. Interesting. So Newt has gone now from being like this uh, arguably pious individual to now being comfortable with murdering. Well, he is fighting a very righteous battle. He is, for sure. But it's still, he's broken. <laughs> like well, if they're... They, they have left him no choice, no? I feel like there is a choice What's... that is to totally just... Run? Yeah. But what about his family? <laughs> I mean, they've essentially forced his Trade him for that horse. Out, out. He has no horse. He has no home. Trade the family for that horse. Get that horse back. Get that horse back. Yeah. Trade the family. For the horse. You sound like... A businessman? A Trump supporter? Well, uh, look. He's got a lot of good points. <laughs> In late 1863, the Jones County deserters organized and armed themselves. Newt. The Confederate Army began sending raiders after us with bloodhounds. We saw we had to fight, so we organized this company, and the boys elected me captain. Yes, sir. There was right smart trouble then. 
We were pretty quiet for a while. We figured out that the rebels were too strong for us just to fight our way through and join up with the Union forces. We thought we'd wait until the Federals fought their way down closer to us or we got stronger. So okay. They want to fight. They want to, they want to join the Union and yeah. fight the Confederacy. The right. Which is crazy there in Mississippi. Yeah. But it's also, it's like, if you're the Union, I mean, you are, you're like, all right. Yeah, hey, come this on, This is boy. cool. We start a war and then other people show up, join our side. Nick told this man not to destroy the property of anyone, not even their enemies, and not to kill anyone except in the protection of their lives or the lives of their company or families. Very nice, but probably not the best war philosophy. Well, we'll see. Quote, the lady sure helped us a lot. I collect... I recollect when it, when we had 44 bloodhounds after us, but 42 of them just naturally died. Wow. They'd get hungry, and some of the ladies, friends of ours, would feed them, and they'd die. Strange, isn't it? Oh, boy. So the women are just poisoning the dogs. The dogs. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, eat you your kibbles. You want a little snack? Here you go. Oh, he loves snacks. I like that. Oh, look, five are dead. Oh, he's sleeping. Mm. Well, let's see you later. Oh, they're all dead. Uh, the women would also confuse the hounds by so sprinkling... Those two last bloodhounds were like, we're not eating. Well, I'm not doing anything. I don't eat. Shit. I'm not you eating know, anything. I'm in the Union Army. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to join the Union. The women would also confuse the hounds by sprinkling polecat musk and red pepper on the trails leading to the deserters' hideout. So they just, like, sneeze up a storm? So the fucking dogs are sniffing red pepper. <laughs> so great. Uh, quote, Sally Parker gave them 50 pounds of lead for ammunition. One of the deserters was courting her daughter, so she did what she could. Quote from Newt, the old hen flutters when you come around the lone chick, you know? Wow. <laughs> Jeez. He does have a way. He does. He does have a way. <laughs> the lone chick. Uh, they also got gunpowder and bullets from rebels. They would surround Confederate wagons that were coming through the county. They would blow horns used to drive cattle. Then they would set off explosives on all sides of the wagon and start shooting. The Confederates would think they were completely surrounded and just run away from the wagon. <laughs> so great. But then they'd get outside and be like, oh, no, because they're, they're pretending they're like hidden in the distance. Just yeah. like, oh, wow, just that's great. Away. It's really great. On December 23rd, 1863, there was a battle between 15 Confederate soldiers and 40 deserters at Sally Parker's farm. One rebel was killed and two of Newton's men were severely wounded. In January, another deserter was shot in his front yard when he snuck home to visit his newborn daughter. Nice. Yeah, right? Nice. Always nice to get a nice little detail like that. Oh, you had a baby? Let's wait. This oh, you'll see her you'll someday. See her. Yeah. She's going to see your brains. There you go. That's as good. Uh, then 10 citizens from nearby Smith County told the Confederates there were at least 300 well-armed deserters now. They had asked for a, uh, boy, that's a, that's a really bad autocorrect. They'd asked for a... I don't think they asked for a song. No, they asked for a song. <laughs> so 300 are coming at us and, uh, uh, we can get them to not come here <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, I don't even know if you guys could sing a really catchy song. <laughs> what? If you guys could sing a really catchy song and do a really cool dance. A dance, too? Uh, I know. It's crazy. Wait, this is like for an like the stuff in art? Like yeah, yeah, art yeah. You write a good a song. song, and Has I'd love to see... Has done ever in battle? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who? Ah, oh, wore a 1812, I think, ended on a on a Broadway Song? show tune. Yeah. Like with a big number. Like big a- number. Big numbers, so get to writing that. Happy. That's not going to do it. Um. <laughs> All right. They asked for a whatever force to be sent to prevent. Uh, <laughs> song force. The song force. To be We're pre- coming over the mountain. We're going to save your life. You'll know when we're done with. You will end your strife. We're coming down the mountain with our guns out. <laughs> oh, God. So they were worried that nearby counties were going to be plundered by these deserters. Then the deserters began to turn on their opponents. 1864 was when deserters brought terror into the hearts of people who sympathized with the Confederacy. From a Jones County citizen to the army, quote, Deserters are well armed and 500 strong. They have been seizing government supplies, killing our people, and have actually made prisoners of officers of the Confederate army. So now they're fighting back. Right. A Confederate lieutenant general estimated the number of deserters at several hundred now and said that they had, quote, killed the officer in charge of the draft and dispersed and captured his supporting force. And then they're killing the guys drafting people. That's, cr- I mean, yeah. not great, it's but it is, great. it is pretty great. <laughs> Officials who attempted to enforce tax-in-kind laws were especially targeted by deserters during March of 1864. The new tax took 10% of all agricultural products and livestock raised for slaughter. Anyone who did not deliver his 10% faced a 50% penalty. Boy, this war was just great for the South, wasn't it? I mean, it just sounds like it was great. It's a win. It's a winning situation. Confederate officials took what they wanted, often letting surplus rot in warehouses. Cool. Smart. Smart. New quote. There was a guard at the warehouse, and the supplies was all corn, and we took five wagons full. That's great. (laughs) They made out like I took other stuff, but it was all corn. There were some Irish families. Might have wanted to take a couple other things. Right? How about some potatoes? Oh, boys, this is a corn raid. Well, I think. Corn raid. That's what the song was. Oh, my God. Look. Corn raid. Beef. We're going on corn raid. They got beef. Corn raid. We sang it the whole goddamn way. You sang it. You didn't leave any room for the rest of us to do anything. Well, you didn't write the songs. Well, you didn't have an opportunity to write it. I don't write the songs that make the young girls sing. Here we go. That's actually kind of (laughs) catchy. What did you just say? I said I write the songs that make the young girls sing. I write the song. I write. I write the songs that... Try the beak. Beaky. I write the songs that make the young Holy <laughs> shit. I think we might be onto something. You guys want to make a band? Hey, come on. Grab that corn. We're going to go write a musical. Thank God we got corn. And other stuff. <laughs> uh, there were some Irish families that were bad off. They didn't want to fight, and the Confederates wouldn't give them or sell them anything. I gave them all the corn they wanted. <laughs> uh, I don't want any more. I wanted potatoes. Yeah, eat your corn. We're tired of corn. That's the thing. Eat it. Th- weren't there anything else in there? Oh, tons of stuff. Why'd you just get corn? Uh, fell in love. There's a song. <laughs> yeah. You guys heard the song before we left, right? <laughs> it wasn't if there. I mean, sure. Pota- but potatoes don't rhyme with corn. That's the thing. Nothing rhyme. What you'll find is that not a lot rhymes with corn. Horn. That was all we. Could That's all we had. Horn. Corn horn. Corn horn. Corn horn. And we get. We came with horn. Yeah. Potato. But the, what are you going to say? Tomato. Potato. Potato. 
Tomato, potato, tomato. But how are you going to sing it? it doesn't, it's not a good song. You tomato. say potato. I've always said potato. I'm going to kick you in the face. You I'm say potato. Kick you right in your goddamn face. Wait a minute. Now, hold on. I'm going to kick you in Wait your... a minute. Hold on. You say potato, mm-hmm. and I say potato. Mm-hmm. Now, what, uh, what do you call the little red thing on a vine? Tomatoes. I say tomato. I say tomato. That's so weird. Potato. Yeah. Tomato. Yeah. It's just... You say, potato. you say potato, I say potato, there's something there. You say potato, you know, let's and I the, say let's pota- the whole thing off. Let's that's just, it, that's it. What's that? No, 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 wait. What? You say potato, and I, I say, say potato. You I say mean. tomato, and I say tomato. Potato, tomato, tomato, potato. Let's call the whole thing off. Corn! Let, no, God damn it. <laughs> no. Just always writing songs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore and lyrics and songs or whatever. Just everything. Now, hold on. That could be a song. In March, the Jones County clerk said the county was unable to collect taxes because the deserters had, quote, held a meeting and they resolved not to pay any tax, neither state, county, nor Confederate. Next, a Confederate captain wrote, Quote, not only had deserters stopped government agents from driving cattle out of the county, obviously cattle taken for taxes. Right. But they had ambushed, shot, and killed dead two men assigned to collect stock to meet tax demands. It's great. They're killing So they really demands. are just like, I mean, they're almost like fight clubbing. They're like going from the inside and just ruining yeah, the infrastructure. Up everything. Yeah. Three Confederate officials were murdered in early 1864. Maddie Bush, quote. There was no sheriff, assessor, or tax collector now. Newt Knight declared this, quote, the free state of Jones. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's some fucking shit right there. That's awesome. The free state of fucking Jones. <laughs> I live in the free state of Jones. Right. <laughs> Jones said the county had never seceded from the Union, just one delegate had. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, Newt said that. Yeah. No, someone said that. Jones, whatever. Well, not Jones. Oh, yeah, Jones. Uh, Jones County said. They never seceded, but just one day oh. they had. But they were wrong. Newt declared it the free state of Jones. Okay. So deal with it. Newt's made a declaration. Newt's running the fucking shit. Yeah. Say whatever you want. Yeah. Confederate General Polk said, quote, the lawless banditti of Jones must be dealt with and sent Colonel Mowry with 500 troops into the county. The fighting began on March 5th, 1864 at Big Creek Church. On March 12th, Mowry reported he had restored order, but that, quote, a few scattered outlaws are still lurking about in the swamps and will have to be hunted out with dogs. Deserters were executed. Quote, three members of the night band were all loaded on a wagon and driven to a large oak tree on the old trade road. Confederate cavalry tied the men to the tree limb, then ordered the wagon driven away, leaving the men's bodies swinging in the air. They hung there for days until their wives came and cut them down. They were okay, right? Yeah, they're fine. Okay, so I'll make sure we're clear. <laughs> they're just singing songs and swinging. Yeah, <laughs> swinging in the rain, <laughs> hanging, manging. No, something else. <laughs> no. Just two weeks after Colonel Maury said the problem was solved, a captain wrote of quote the deplorable state of affairs in Mississippi. The deserter bands are so perfect in the organization that in a few hours, large bodies of them can be collected at any given time. Uh, prepared to attempt almost anything. 
the deserters would blow cattle horns to warn each other and to gather their forces together. Smart. Like fucking birds. Horns. Yeah, like yeah. birds. Yeah. They're like birds. That's smart. Next, Colonel Robert Lowry was sent to Jones County to clean up the mess Colonel Mowry had left. Okay. So he obviously didn't. He said he cleared everything out. Yeah. Clearly, it was just fucking lying. Right. This was just after the deserters raised a Union flag over the courthouse. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That's isn't it amazing. You. Isn't it amazing that 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 flag came down and the Confederate one went up until about three months ago? It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty weird. The Confederates are now growing concern of collaboration between the deserters and the Union Army, and the Jones County deserters were openly bragging of being in communication with the Yankees, but none of that was true. They did try to connect with the Union Army, but a company sent down to swear them into the Union Army was captured. The Union Army also tried to send 400 rifles from New Orleans, but the Confederates confiscated them. New Orleans was at this point in Union hands. Right. Colonel Lowry uh, and his men entered Jones County and began executing deserters immediately. A cousin of Newton, Ben Knight, was executed, as well as others, hung. Uh, Tucker Gregg was shot in the back as he ran away. His 13-year-old brother was hung. Uh. They captured a man as he slept in his bed and his two brothers. They were all hung. Ten deserters were now dead. Colonel Lowry held Dickie Knight's father, William, to force Dickie to come out of the swamp. William sent his slave to tell Dickie that if he did not surrender, uh, they would kill him. Dickie sat quietly on a fence rail for a long time, thinking about what to do. Finally, he said to the slave, quote, You go back and tell the officer to just go ahead and hang Pop. He's getting to be an old man now, and they won't knock him out <laughs> of many years. They may knock me out a good few many. We're building a boat to go to New Orleans and join the Yankees. <laughs> so Hold on, let me get a pen. This is, I think they long. just, I think they thought you would come. And the dad's like, well, fucking what? What? No, no, no. no. Hold on, hold on. No, go back. What did he really say? Go, go, okay, go, go back. back and ask go him back again. and tell, tell him. Tell him how dire this is. Tell him Pappy still have a few. Yeah. Still has a few years left. Yeah, I'm very healthy. Very healthy. Jesus Christ, I'm 43. <laughs> Honestly, I'm 43. I just ran a fucking marathon. Very healthy. Me? Very healthy. What? Dickie is out there just fucking eating pork back and sitting on his ass. I'll be honest. I think if we could look at each other's hearts, I think you would think that I would maybe live a little bit longer. No wonder they called him Dickie. Right? Fence sitting dick. Never sang a song. Well, tell him bye. Just tell him bye. What? Huh? Tell dad bye. Hey, squeeze me? Bye. Tell him bye. The slave decided that this was a bad message to come back with, and he just bailed. <laughs> Smart. Smartest guy in the whole story. There's our hero. <laughs> Fuck The this. slave was like, you know, that's a lot of information, I and I also see a path. Here's something. I like boats. Yeah. I'll go tell him. And goodbye. Gone forever. Uh, they didn't hang William Knight. Okay. And Dickie made his way to New Orleans. Okay. So they made the right call. Yeah. The women in the county held a dance for Confederate soldiers at old Levi Valentine's home. After the... Uh, so so the cavalry guys come in to dance with the pretty girls, right? Uh-huh. And uh, as they uh, get comfortable... Oh, boy. 
the deserters sneak in the back yeah. while the women run out the door. Ah. Then they just start shooting. Two Confederate soldiers are killed. How... I like how the, as many people are shooting each other, no one seems to get hit. <laughs> It's, it is amazing, right? I mean, they are shooting yeah, the, fucking weapons. Still, I mean, like, it is the kind of thing you aim at someone and you go, "Fuck!" I hope this gets within ten feet. Yeah, no, because like the, the, there's not the tension of a gunfight that there used to be when you're like loading like right. a musket or whatever, where you're like just like, "God damn it, I missed!" All right, I mean, when I get another that's, shot, that's what they're doing here. I think this is load them up still. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't have revolvers at this point. No, no, that's what I mean, though. That's yeah. why, like... It's one shot, like, and the, your the, thing uh, is the over. Ten- but the tension of that gunfight is so different. Like, yeah. it's the only gunfight where there's small talk. <laughs> you're just, like, you both miss, and you're like, I swear to God, dude, when I fucking... Oh, in 10 man, minutes, when I'm this shit's reloaded, I'm packing in. it. In. Look at all that gunpowder. Here, hand me that real quick. Oh, man. When I, this no. thing, Tell you I, what, I'm going to shoot you first. Oh, you think so? Yeah. You think so? Oh, my Just jam it down a little. My arm's tired, too, motherfucker. Shit, I forgot to put in the ball. God damn it, I dropped my ball. Hold on, I dropped my ball. So if we can maybe just take a quick T.O. You want to sing a song? I mean, what are we going to sing a song about? Balls. 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 I've got big balls. Mm. I don't know if we're ready for that. Yeah, no, I don't think the time is ready for it. (laughs) Newt, quote... There were a lot of skirmishes you couldn't properly call battles, but we had 16 sizable fights that I remember, and we lost 11 men. I never kept track of how many wounded I used to treat their gunshot wounds myself. There were a number of them. Not a numbers guy. But the locals supported the deserters, so more Confederate soldiers were killed than deserters. But it was warranted because previous soldiers had engaged in wrongful shootings, robbing, stealing from houses... Cutting cloth from looms and taking horses, etc. Not cloth from looms. Look, do you know how hard it is, is to put cloth into a sacred? loom? Is you know, It takes like 900 hours to put cloth into a loom. So if you just rip it out, like you're fucking like, it's like three, three, four years of work. It's an asshole move. Thank you. By the time Colonel Lowry's raids ended in May 1864, a lot of deserters had retreated to the swamps or floated down the Mississippi River to New Orleans. The- I just love that. Well... I'm going to treat my body like a boat. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> uh, I reached the conclusion to become a boat. You could just like, I mean, in, the, in a real quick minute, just be fishing and then be like, I'm going to New Orleans and then just lay in the river. <laughs> Would be funny to just be sitting there and just dudes are floating by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're catching dudes on your rod. Whoops, sorry. Oh, uh, this one's a little big. Ah. Although some of them did rejoin the Confederate army. Okay. About 20 deserters remained in the county, including Newt. And the fighting had left the county a mess. Two months later, a Confederate officer wrote, quote, Jones County is so lawless that if a man is found dead, the civil authorities pay no attention to it anymore than if it was a dog. Deserters, though thinned out, remain undisturbed by the county's justices of the peace, constables, and commissioners, all of who stay home and attend to their own business while pigs, p- public business is not done. Okay. Good. So rotting, rotting bodies in the street so, seems like, a, like it's not great. No, not great. There's definitely some guy who walked around and went, our tax dollars in motion. Here we go. This is why our tax dollars is too much. Also, if this was a private corporation, <laughs> they'd be picking up the bodies. Also, hot enough for you. He's just an annoying man. <laughs> That's my point. 
Then on July 12th, 1864, the Natchez Courier reported that, quote, the county of Jones, state of Mississippi, has seceded from the state and formed a government on their own, both military and civil. A Yankee lieutenant is now in Jones, entertained and protected by deserters. Although I don't think that was ever true. I think that they just seceded and it was Newt in charge. Right. County elections were held and Confederates guarded the ballot boxes to prevent anyone pro-union from voting. Fair election. A few deserters were arrested while they tried to vote. I love that through all this shit, they're like, I got a goddamn vote. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay, you can arrest me, but can I just make my, can I just do the vote? Vote or die. That's what Puffy said. Puffy? The Confederates continued to capture, to try to capture the deserters. Newt quote. In late December 1864 was my cousin Alpheus's wedding. Okay. Alpheus. Now, there was one woman living near us who didn't like us and got word of the wedding. People are going to hate my Southern I love it. But fuck off. I'm finding a new dynamic part of you. She told her slave cook gal, you take this message and don't stop to eat or sleep until you delivered it to the Confederate soldiers. But some folks were friendly to me, and they sent word about it. It was a right cold night, and I told them, go ahead and get married. I'll keep watch. Oh, boy. You'll freeze to death, they told me. Just after daylight, I heard a chain rattle, and I knew it was the rebels crossing the river. There were about 100 of them. I had about a mile to get to the house where the wedding party was enjoying breakfast. You're just in time, the bride told me. Sit down and eat. (laughs) I got no appetite. There's a fight coming, I said, but they urged me to eat, so I had a little piece of pie and some hot coffee. (laughs) Ah, you're right. I am hungry. No, it's a wedding. That's sure. I mean, they're closing in, but okay. Come on, I said. We got to get out of here. There's about 100 Confederates marching on this house. But they had all this extra spaghetti. And I'm full of pie now. (laughs) They just keep feeding them until they're all dead. (laughs) So we packed up and started out. One of the ladies had a baby in her arms. I can't carry this baby so fast so i took the baby i'll carry your gun she said no madam you won't nobody carries my gun but me about 20 confederates had ridden up and there was a captain riding straight for me i gave the baby back raised my gun prayed and fired and he fell out of his saddle (laughs) it's the greatest scene in baby of a guy handing a lady a baby taking out his gun aiming it Praying and then shooting the guy. <laughs> I looked around and we were outnumbered, so I jumped into the brush and yelled as loud as I ever could Attention, battalion! Rally on the right! Forward! There wasn't any battalion than a rabbit. There isn't, wasn't any more battalion than a rabbit. <laughs> the rabbit was like, Aye, aye, sir! I was like, What the fuck? I've been drafted? <laughs> But there was thick woods all around, and the rebels must have thought there was an army in them, and they retreated and gave us a chance to get away, though wow. they shot my hat off. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. No one among the wedding party was harmed that day. Wow, that's crazy. It seems like the best way to beat the Confederate army was to pretend like there were other people around. It also really shows you the IQ level of the Confederate <laughs> army. I mean, I'm sure there were smart guys in there and people who were good at, at like tactical stuff, they but never, they never for waited. the most part... I mean, that's just like uh, that's just like how an animal operates. They hear a noise, they're like, <gasps> uh, worst case scenario. Go, 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 go. Another noise, worst case scenario. Run, run, run. 
Two weeks later, Confederate troops... Godzilla, get ready to stamp on the Confederate army! <laughs> Why does that one guy keep you on corn? And Zeus, get ready your thunder, ready your lightning bolts from Mount Olympus! Oh, man, I can't believe he got Godzilla and Zeus! Oh, that game Zeus! Let's run! <laughs> Two weeks later, Confederate troops came back looking for Alpheus. He crawled up the chimney in his house and told his wife to make a fire and put the skillet on to cook. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. He climbed up. Okay, wait. So, so they're coming and he can't run out of the house. So it's he goes late. up. So he so he reverse Santa's. So he yeah he reverse Santa's. He reverse Santa's. And tells her to light a fire. But not a light a fire in the fireplace. Yes, sir. What is he? Why? Well, that's where he is. But they will. They won't think to look up the chimney. You're goddamn right. They won't because it'll be ashy. She did. And when the cavalry came, she got so nervous, she kept putting more and more wood on the fire. No. This he's, is like, and this he's, is, he's up there looking down like, oh, This is totally what my wife would do. <laughs> huh? No, I haven't it's seen fine. him in a while. He's definitely not. Uh, Ma'am, I don't know I if that fire. I wouldn't be putting wood on the fire if he was up there. No, certainly not. That's 18 logs. Yes, it is. It's a very big fire. Yes, it is. It's very hot up here. Er- is your chimney talking? <laughs> the soldiers searched everywhere for Alpheus, but not did not find him. And they left. He was dead in a chimney. By the time Alpheus came down, quote, his rear was cooked. Oh, God. Dead fire butt. Fire butt. The Civil War ended. A Jones County resident wrote, quote, there was nothing here. We were absolutely poverty stricken. Children were eating dirt and green corn. But they started out eating dirt, as far as our story. <laughs> yes, yeah, there's not much of a payoff there because <laughs> we've already made them dirt eaters. Families were sending 12 and 13 year old children down the road with clothes on their back to fend for themselves. Local disagreements turned into neighborhood feuds. Horse thieves and cattle rustlers led to vigilante violence in the county. On July 15th, 1865, Newton Knight and his fighters petitioned provisional governor William Sharkey to overturn the 1864 Jones County elections from October 1864 because, quote, that rebel cavalry had denied loyal men the right to vote and treated them as savages instead of free men. They proclaimed they were royal to the federal government and that they stood firm against the Confederacy during the war. Governor Sharkey ended up basically creating a dual governing situation with two local judges and two local sheriffs, one from the Knights and one from the Confederates. Interesting. Yeah. That's uh, really totally going to work out. Uh, yeah. It's kind of how we got into the situation in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Get two <laughs> diametrically opposed forces. You remember when we did that in the country? Yeah. Now it'll just be smaller. Newt was appointed commissioner to procure relief for the destitute in Jones County. He would get goods from the U.S. Army for distribution, and he was given more duties. He was empowered to rescue two children of a freed black man whose former master was trying to leave the county with them. He was ordered to seize a certain lot of wool and cloth in Jones County, said to be Confederate property from a Confederate dry goods merchant. These goods are not wet. These are dry goods. I, I put my name on it. 
You find worn ounce of moisture in any one of these garments or whatever the fuck these are? The, the stamp of Murray says dry. Dry? You say Murray, that means dry. This one's kind of wet. That does not have, that says Murphy. Oh, sorry. On October 16, 1865, 99 citizens petitioned the Mississippi legislature to change the name of Jones County to Davis County to honor Confederate President William Jefferson, or Jefferson Davis, sorry. Okay. So they're not from the county. They're just 99 people who are <laughs> mad that what happened in Jones County. Right. Right. Uh, they wanted the 99%. To, they wanted to erase the history of Jones County as a deserter's haven, which occurred. The name change lasted three years and then was changed back to Jones County. During his years fighting against the Confederacy, Newt had made an agreement with a former slave named Rachel. She would spy for and get the deserters' food, and in return, Newt would work for the freedom of all slaves. Which is... He's definitely getting the better end of that bargain because just one guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need a bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah. In 1870, Rachel and her family moved on to uh, Newt's land. You gotta give me a sandwich, and I'll I... create a universal consciousness. <laughs> Deal? Fair. Shake on it. Shake on it. I shake. Sucker. Uh, so she moves on to his uh, his land and uh, works his land. She became known as Rachel Knight. Ex-slave Martha, quote, Rachel was considered Newt's woman. Okay. Interesting, right? Yeah. In 1878, two of Newt's children married two of Rachel's children. Okay. These marriages began the community of, quote, white Negroes who were called Knights Negroes by local whites. These were like the first. Wait, what? They're not the first. But so basically it, it, it begins. It begins like the thawing. It's of... almost, no, it's almost like there's a tribe of people within Mississippi. Right. Who are living a far more evolved life. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right, so blacks and whites are marrying, and they right. don't give a shit because they realize they are from the same sort of le- I don't know, level they, in society. They're different colors. That's pretty funny. <laughs> if you think about it, it's kind of <laughs> off. Rachel and her children sharecropped on Newt's land for years until Rachel bought 80 acres of her own land. In 1871, uh, a, new ch- a new school was built in town, and Newt helped in the construction of it and pushed to get it built. And then Rachel sent her children to the newly built school, but the teacher sent them away, saying he would not teach at a school with black and white children. The school was burned to the ground the next day. What? Newt doesn't take any shit. He burned it? Yeah. I mean, there's... He's kind of awesome. <laughs> Jesus. At this point, he's... he's How much shit has he taken? <laughs> Lots of shit. So his his... His level of taking shit His is really is short. low. He's got a very low threshold at this point. I can't teach Tuesday. Burn the school! Well, I'll not. <laughs> well, there, he's like, fuck you, that's my family. I can't throw a fastball. Cut his arm off. Uh, this is when it was said Newt had a complete break with the whites in Jones County. Things get weird after Rachel dies in, in 1889. Newt then apparently took Rachel's daughter, Georgianne, and his wife... And Newt's actual wife, Serena, went and lived with her daughter. I'm sorry. So this he has just got fucking, real Jerry He Springer. was fucking Rachel the whole time, but he was still married to Serena. 
And then I guess Serena was thinking, well, Rachel dies, I'll get my man back. But then when she, she died, the he starts. Daughter? Yeah, he starts fucking. Her daughter. Rachel's daughter. Wow. So he's le- he's less of a cool guy right now. <laughs> it's, I mean, <laughs> it's interesting though. Shit, I got the younger one. <laughs> I wish I'd known that was on the table the whole time. During the 20th century, the majority of whites in the area shunned the mixed race knight community. Some relatives hid the fact they were related to Newt, Newt Knight and his children. Quote, what he did after the war was worse than deserting. Uh, was it? Uh, really? Seems like it might be better than Also, uh, even in your else. flawed logic, that's not true. No, it's insane. Even in your, like, even if you are going like, I'm pro-slavery, that still is a stupid state statement. It's fucking moronic. Congress created the Southern Claims Commission to compensate the losses of Southern Unionists. Newt petitioned Congress for financial compensation for himself and his wartime company roster, including those who had died. Even though he had the support of prominent officials, it was referred to the Judiciary Committee, reintroduced twice, and referred to the Committee on Claims in 1873. He filed again in 1887 and 1891, but the U.S. Court of Claims ruled against him in 1900. So no money. Okay. On February 16, 1922, Newton Knight died from an obituary quote. Newt and his followers held that after the 20 Negro law was passed, they had no interest in the fortunes of the Confederacy. They were a great, there was a great deal of truth in their convictions, but Newt ruined his life and future by marrying a Negro woman. That's his obituary? Yep. Who wrote it? One of the assholes in the town. Yeah, some dickhead. Yeah, dickhead Jones. Oh, oh yeah. The Klan harassed the Knights during the 1930s, including one instance in which a white man was beaten because he had dated a night girl. Many Knights moved away from the county during this period. Jeez. Pretty fucking crazy, right? Crazy. That's so... That's, it, it, yeah, it's so weird. Anyway, how does the Crayola model magic going? That's good. Okay. <laughs> That's just for me, not my son. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I really do. Like, I, I, I don't, I, it's just such a shitty time. What now or then? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No. Um, Then that's going to be a movie. Oh, that is, uh, June, I think. Who's, who's who? McConaughey. Oh, yeah. You're in. All right. You're in. (laughs) All right. He just pulls it in a Cadillac. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell's going on here on this plantation? (laughs) He's talking to his Lincoln. He's he's lost from the Lincoln commercials. He's transcended time. So I accidentally hit a a wormhole and came back to this time in my Lincoln. Got my two dogs with me. Seems to be happening here. Um, I really hope they keep the baby scene. They got out of the I, what I hope, the way I hope it works, is that he walks into the house. I know he was on the porch, but he walks in. The dude has the baby, and he's like, "The hell are you doing here?" And he shoots him. And as the dude's dead body's dropping the baby, McConaughey picks, picks it up. Picks up the baby. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about the other baby scene, the wedding baby scene. Oh, the wedding where he baby. Hands the baby and shoots. <laughs> yeah. two oh, that, ba- I forgot there were two babies. There's scenes. two babies. Yeah. Gonna need a couple babies on this one. Yeah, that is also a good one. Yeah. Hold your baby. Hold I'm going to kill that man. I'm going to kill that. I'm going to pray first. Hold your baby, pray, and then I'm going to take that man's life. 
Uh, uh great. Yeah, anything else? Ah, no, very uplifting. You happy? Happy. We sign cars. <laughs> oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. 